Welcome to another Family Fun Friday, families. And if you listened into this week's episode, Tuesday we spoke all about bedtime routines. So, Melissa is going to give you a nice song and we have a nice book for you and a cute little craft that you can do this weekend. All right. So, of course, because I've been singing lullabies to children, hundreds and hundreds of children over the past five decades, <laughs> I've been singing <laughs> lullabies to children. Um, I'm going to start teaching you some lullabies because they are an integral part of parenting as far as I'm concerned, in my very humble opinion. <laughs> so a classic lullaby is this one. And it is one that I sing to every child I ever sing a lullaby to. It's a lullaby that children, I I have, you know, a, a large repertoire of lullabies. Um, but I tend to sing three or four or five different ones at different times. And I often give children a choice, which lullaby would you like to hear first? Or what are your three lullabies you'd like to hear tonight or something like that? This lullaby is always number one choice. And one of the things I love about it, again, with, uh, you know, tagging on to this week's um, Tuesday episode about bedtime routine structure and continuity and repetition are very safe feeling. If we hear something that we know and recognize, and we hear it again and again and again, it gives us that feeling of safety. It gives that feeling of security. We know what's coming next. So this song in particular is one that I will sing on repeat. I might just sing this song and repeat it three or four times until the baby falls asleep. Like this is a beautiful thing to do. And just as I introduce lullabies, um, we'll go into this deeper. We're going to do a lullaby uh, workshop on Zoom at some point next year. But as I introduce this, I want to say it's the lilting, swaying kind of structure of the melody and the rhythm that is so soothing for our ears. So some people are offended by the words of this song because it's about buying things for our babies. And somebody wrote a revised version of this in a picture book, which is lovely. And it talks about things that you'll see in the natural world. And it's lovely. And I want to say that for a lullaby, it's the rhythmic feel of the music that's putting you to sleep. In fact, you can use any song, um, like like um, any song, just in the right feel. So without further ado, here's this week's lullaby. It's called Hush Little Baby. Hush little baby, don't say a word. Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird. I'll interrupt myself. You can say mama. If you're a dad, you can say daddy or papa, whatever your your name is. You can put that in there. But for me, it's Amma. <laughs> Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird. If 
that mockingbird won't sing. I'm just gonna buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring is brass, I'm just gonna buy you a looking glass. If that looking glass gets broke, I'm just gonna buy you a billy goat. If that billy goat won't pull, I'm just gonna buy you a cart and bull. If that cart and bull turn over, I'm just gonna buy you a dog named Rover. If that dog named Rover won't bark, I'm just gonna buy you a horse and cart. If that horse and cart fall down you'll still be the sweetest little baby in town now i sang it quite quickly that time and if a baby or a toddler is kind of worked up you can start on that little bit of a quicker feel and then the next time through you would sing Hush, little baby, don't say a word. I'm just gonna buy you a mockingbird. Like that, like just slow it down. I don't think I even heard all of those verses before. Uh Yeah. But I like it. I'll write them all down and I'll put the words on our um, social media too for you all. Yeah. And we can put it in the show notes too. Okay, great. That's a good one. I like that. It's a classic. And I tell you, it is the one highly most highly requested on my on my lullaby list from every child that I've ever sung lullabies to. Um and another little quick piece about lullabies uh, because I said we're gonna do a we'll do a deeper dive into these in a in a workshop one day. Match your child's energy level. If you've got an infant who's gotten overtired and they're crying and crying, or a very very young infant who's really just crying because they're tired, they need to go to sleep. And you can match your singing to their, like I'll sometimes sing. If a baby is crying right here in my arms, I'm holding it up to my body and Mm -hmm. they're crying really loud, I will sing, hush, little baby, don't say a word. And I'll kind of match their volume. And as you want to like harmonize with them. Yeah, you're just giving them the sound that's filling up their, like they're all they've got is crying. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to sing at their volume. Mm. And then as they st- start quieting so that they can hear you more, you're going to quiet with them. So you're going to sing. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. I'm just going to buy you a mockingbird. And you're just going to bring it down with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But that's just if they're really, you know, really crying it out. Yeah. All right. And do you want to share our favorite? 
bedtime story. <laughs> yes, it is uh, one of Andrea's current favorites sent to us by Amalisa all the way in Canada. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> when Aniston came into our world, she sent that so we can read when have our little story time. And Andrea really loves it. She loves looking at all the little pictures and pointing everything out. So we have Goodnight Moon by Margaret Weiss Brown, a very classic. Yeah, classic, classic book. And for art this weekend, I want to introduce the idea of nighttime drawings. It's very simple. You need black construction paper. And kids have so much fun with black. Black construction paper and chalk. Because now where we live in the Northern Hemisphere, it's dark so early. They see the darkness much more now. And if you have a one and a half year old or a two year old at this time of year, it might be the first time they remember seeing so much darkness. And hopefully you're going out outside sometimes after dark. So you can just introduce it by saying, hey, you know, do you want to draw some pictures of, of dark time? Because you can draw with the chalk and see what happens on the black paper. I did it this year with my little three-year-old that I'm looking after, after Halloween. That's another really nice time to do dark time drawings. And he just wanted to do one after the other, after the other, because you can see the chalk so well on the, um, on the black paper. Yeah. So there so you go. So cute quick and easy and they really enjoy it yes yeah, so I and it, it doesn't have to look like anything they don't have to draw a house or a tree or anything just let them draw their white and light colored chalk all over that paper and one of the things you can say you can ask do you want to tell me about your picture or you can say, wow, I see lots of white lines and yellow dots. That kind of praise is very good. Descriptive praise, we call it. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Have fun, families. We love you. Before we disappear, <laughs> I just wanted to wish our families a happy Hanukkah, a happy solstice, a very Merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa. Any, if, if you're celebrating any of these, we hope you just have a beautiful day, beautiful days with your family, making memories and embracing each other and just enjoying each other's company. So we love you and we hope you're all having happy holidays. Take care. <laughs>